Hello, and welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different cities, are at three different life stages, and have three different perspectives. They are excited to learn and grow alongside of you. This is a space full of love and acceptance, no judgment, because let's face it, we all sleep in our makeup. Please welcome Lauren, Megan, and Kristen. We're excited to announce that our very own podcasting platform, Zencaster, has become a new sponsor to the show. Check out the podcast discount link in our show notes and stay tuned for why we love using Zen for the podcast. Hey, sisters. Hi. What up? Welcome back to another week at summer. Yay. Summertime. Yay. <laughs> and I'm getting a hot tub this week. Oh, awesome. So Yay. Yeah. yeah. Getting, getting a hot there. tub just in time for summer. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna yeah. say I was like, that's kind of funny. Well, what? we can still get it for like nighttime. You know, I feel like you can still use a hot tub at night. Yeah, you know, I feel like oh. Dad still does this, but growing up, he would go out in our hot tub every single night. Remember? Yeah. So I feel like, and that was Austin, Texas, which is really dang hot. So I feel like it will be just mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So well, I can't believe it's June. Something I thought about actually was our last sister chat recording. We recorded prior to the tragic school shooting in Texas. And so I guess let's just take a moment to acknowledge that and how heartbroken we were and are along with the rest of the world and, um, and just continuing to pray for them and just yeah. our country. So yeah, we can I leave know. it at that. But I just realized that our thing aired, I think like the day that it right. happened or right. the day after. So yeah, it it's heartbreaking and it's hard not to feel angry. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just like, I have to, you know, I think it's easy for me to just go to anger, but it's like, I have to bring myself to like back to prayer and just, you know, yeah. Yeah. And take action. Like there's things I, you know, I posted about where you can actually call. I think it does make a difference. The more you call your representation, representation, that's not what it's called. <laughs> Representatives. Yeah. yeah. Representatives. Close. Yeah. Um, I really do think it's beneficial. And like the more we can do that, the more we can raise, you know, fury, I feel like the better. Yeah. yeah. I know. It just, it's just, I think everybody feels that this way where it's like after I remember Sandy Hook happened. I called my representative and like I joined something and I gave continued to give money and just like nothing. It keeps happening again and again. And it's just, I don't know. Frustrating. feels like we're helpless a little Mm -hmm. bit, but, and I know some people are like prayers are not enough, but for me, I'm like, prayer is like, if you truly believe in the power of prayer, like we need to be like fervently praying, you know, for our country and for things to change and for the safety of our kids because that's just the most I mean you can't talk about it it's so hard to even think about so I yeah yeah, I'm definitely praying for all of those families that they just Mm -hmm. feel God's love and feel that their kids are just you know going to be heroes in a way I know I don't know if that's insensitive but just to like hopefully this will be like gosh hopefully this will be the change you know yeah yeah Yes. I pray so. Yeah. Um, in other news, do y'all know anything about the so I y'all know I live under a rock, like as far as 
watching TV and the news and all the things, but I guess there was a celebrate and this is going to sound so dumb to many, I'm sure, but like the Jubilee, the celebration of the Queens, like 70th year in rain or whatever, there was like some huge concert and it's like a really big thing. Anyways, I felt um, so silly because I got a new phone and I hadn't downloaded or got my WeChat app up to part, whatever back downloaded. So I got on and I had all these messages and, um, anyways, there was this long video of part of the celebration, but I think it's like quite an emotional time over there in a good way. I had friends that were saying like the country just felt so optimistic and united and everybody, but I started thinking about it. I'm like, gosh, I think the queen is like in her upper nineties and just the life that she's lit, like the world that she's seen and our grandmother who's in our nineties, I just started thinking of all the things in the decades that they've lived through and the world that they've seen. It's like pretty cool, you know? Yeah, Yeah, Um, for sure. I had no idea, but it's funny you mentioned the queen because speaking of the queen, yeah. um, Princess Diana, I don't know if you were born in the nineties or like we're a little kid in the nineties, you probably have some beanie babies (laughs) and specifically a princess diana beanie baby i have one of those and the other day i saw one listed for thirty five thousand dollars, and i was like what the heck because i i don't have it i like left it at the house i grew up so i immediately called my dad i'm like dad do you have my beanie babies and he's like what no why and i was like well because i have the princess diana beanie baby and that thing is apparently worth thirty five thousand dollars Oh and I was God. like, you got to go find it. He goes, no, Megan's call. I got to call you back. I'm calling Megan. And I was like, what? And oh he literally God. like hung up the phone and like apparently immediately calls Megan. Oh, yeah, I'm like buddy. at a birthday party and for Joe's little friend. And he's like, hey, I got to talk to you. I was like, okay. And he's like, remember those Beanie Babies I brought you? My heart immediately dropped because I was like, oh, my God. Oh. I told him when they he brought them, I was like, I think these might be worth money. Like, you should keep them. And the girls, yeah. like, saw them and started playing with them right away when he brought them, you know. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. we do – I do have the Princess Diana Beanie Baby that Chris is talking about, but the tag is off. So I don't know if it's worth the same amount if the tag's not there. But it right. has the tag that's, like, sewn on it. So I'm like, it has the main huh. tag. It just doesn't have the, like, plastic tag on it. Maybe we can take it. I say we, I'm not there, but maybe you can take it to one of those places and just ask them, you know, what is this worth? What is it? What, what is one of those places? What do you mean? I don't know, like a collectible or antique place or okay. yeah. somebody. I'll look it up. Yeah. There has to be somebody that, you know, tells you the value of things, I would assume. Yeah. Well, and just to give everybody a heads up, I did some research on it and there's only specific Princess Diana babies that are worth that much because you can actually buy one for like $20 from Walmart. But there (laughs) was like the original 200 that were made with a specific type of bead. It was called like PVC, I think. I don't know. Look it up yourself or PVE. I can't remember. Okay. don't think ours had the right beads, but I could be wrong because I saw one with the same amount, the same beads as us. I saw it for sale for like a lot of money, but it hadn't sold. And their comment okay. said, we believe it's one of the first 200. And I'm like, who's mm-hmm. out here buying a Beanie Baby? Like, I feel like that would be a lot of money to spend if they're like not sure it's one of the first 200. I'm like, how, how do we right? know? You know? Yeah, that's crazy. 
Oh no, Kristen can't hear us. I know, I saw that. But anyway, so we shall see. I'll um I'll try to figure that out. Oh, and then right after that, I guess it prompted him to think about he gave me a bunch of VHS tapes. Uh Um like the original Disney tapes that we would have, like movies. And I told, I literally told him when he gave them to me another time, I was like, I don't want these. I don't have storage for any of this. Yes. Like it's going in my attic because I don't have storage space in my house. Like I've told you this, yeah. keep giving me stuff. And now, well, he, now he wants them back. And he's like, oh, no. do you keep them in the attic? And I was like, I told you that's where they were going. And he was like, well, they might be ruined now. And I was like, oh my gosh, I could punch you. Like, just so frustrating. Just to, if you had kept them, we wouldn't be here. But also, I'm pretty sure they were kept in his garage. So oh, yeah. What the difference would have been. So For sure. Well, <laughs> just to make you feel better, we aren't alone because we had – some of our best friends fly into town for a night last week. And she was telling me the exact same thing. She was saying, I didn't say anything about dad, but she started saying how their garage was like packed because their parents had brought all these boxes. And every time they come, they just drop all these random boxes. And she was like, (laughs) there was even a whole box of my high school boyfriend and me and taught her, oops, her husband started going through it. And she was like, just throw all that away. Just dump it. Like, what What are they doing? So I think it just may, might be like the life stage we're at where our parents are probably like minimizing getting stuff out of the house and just yeah. dumping it. Like, okay, you're old enough to have your own crap, people. So I know. I feel bad. I'm like, I need to – I feel like I'm just going to be getting rid of that stuff if I were Yeah, <laughs> I'd just be throwing it away. Well, and we, mom wasn't really like this, but dad was a, definitely not a hoarder, but like he kept like all of our letter jackets from high school. I think every trophy we ever got in ribbon and some of this stuff is really cool to go back and look at, but yeah, I've definitely just dumped, um, trashed a lot of the boxes that came my way. (laughs) I'm like, cause I'm, I'm such a thrower outer probably to the point where who knows, maybe in the future I'll regret being such a thrower outer, but right now I'm good with it. To self listeners, if you have a Princess Diana beanie baby laying around the house, look into it, see if it's one of the ones worth lots of thousands of dollars. <laughs> and if your parents are dropping off boxes and boxes of random stuff, know that you're not alone. <laughs> yeah. Love it. <laughs> yes. So funny. It reminds me of the Friends episode where. Monica and Ross go back to their childhood home to like go through their boxes and they have them all labeled with their names. But Monica's boxes are all like soiled with yeah. like from a leak or something. So she doesn't get any of her childhood stuff. Oh no. And she's like sad about it. And then um he the dad feels yeah. bad and gives her his car and Ross is like, Well, I don't How want my that? boxes. Like I'd rather a car. Like, how is that fair? Yeah, I know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, looks like Kristen's still not working. Oh, no. This might just be an episode with me and Lulu. Bye, Katie. Wait, I'm back. (laughs) Yes. Oh, you are back. Oh, my gosh. She's here. No, that's amazing. It just looks like you disappeared, but you're here. KK's having internet issues in her new house. It's it's driving me mad. I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) do. Yes. 
Yeah, it really is the most maddening thing when you're like trying to use the internet. We were so used to <sighs> it. So I'm spoiled. Yeah. First world <laughs> problems. Yes. Right. Yeah. Last week we switched mobile pr- providers and got new phones. And it was like a whole day and a half of that frustration of just like, wait, where did this go? Why isn't this working? Yeah. <laughs> and actually, I have to go there this afternoon to go trade in our old devices to get the trade in stuff. Love so. it. I know. Yeah. Um, so what else is going on, sisters? You know. Um, <laughs> I just feel like life's a little busy. I kind of. It's funny. I'm reading that. I guess it's like a book slash devotional, Lauren, that you told me about by Emily Lex. Oh yeah. And lately. And the most recent chapter that I read was just about, I don't even know how to explain it, but I felt like it was something I needed to hear. I think I try not to keep myself too busy, but then I am one, I think because I'm an Enneagram three, like I'm just an achiever. So like I don't know, busy comes naturally to me and I like to get things done and I like for my kids to experience things. So I signed, before I had Esri, I signed Joe up for like all these summer camps and I thought it was like the best idea. But now that we're into summer, I'm like, I really should not have done that. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, because I'm like, I'm on maternity leave. Like I should have kept them home like this month at least, but I don't know. She's having so much fun. So then I go back and forth. And I'm just trying to figure out like the message in her book that got me thinking about it was just about how we all get so caught up in the busyness that we aren't really, we're not even having like the true conversations that we need to have with our spouse or like, I don't know, she worded it so much better than I'm portraying it here, but it was just kind of like quieting down, slowing down. And Mm -hmm. I've been wanting that, but then I'm already caught back in being super busy. And sometimes I don't even know that I do it to myself. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to say it's, it's funny because so many times it's actually something that we have somewhat of control of sometimes, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. life happens and there's a lot of uncontrollables, but yeah, I think that, I think that, through mommyhood, something that I've learned is to just be, and I think too, Megan with like, first of all, each kid's different. Each kids have just different needs and like the best thing that's, you know, is best for one is not necessarily the other. So I think that's just kind of a juggling act where you just figure it out as you go. And that's what we're all doing, aren't we? But, um, but I think one thing that I have learned is just, my schedule, I'm really guarded of my schedule, you know, and of my calendar and that for Kai too, for my son, it's like doing what I feel is best for him and just really being convicted in that. And when everybody else might be doing the opposite to not be like, wait, should I be doing that for my kid? You know, and just really trusting yourself on that. Yeah. Well, for me who so, doesn't have kids, I actually feel like yeah. I am afraid of boredom. Like I think I actually fear boredomness. And it's something and so it's mm. so funny you were like talking about this, Megan, because it made me think of this. Like I just feel like I'll make myself busy out of fear to not be bored. You know what I mean? Does that sound crazy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that. Yeah, I think that's super relatable. Like I think that we maybe even on a subconscious level, sometimes are afraid to just 
be still and spend time with ourselves, you yeah. know, because what is that, what is that going to look like? What thoughts is that going to bring up or just we're focusing on ourselves, And that kind of reminds me of, uh, just last fall, I guess, when things were kind of really hard in my world. And I remember people would, you know, friends would ask like, how are you really? Like, how are you Lauren? You know? And I would have to stop and be like, I would have to literally take time to ask myself that question. Like how often do we actually stop and just be like, how am I? Like, really, how am I? You know, and maybe that comes more naturally for others. But for me, it's something I have to really intentionally stop and ask myself and just get really still in my own thoughts and feelings to even know, to even know how to answer that question, you know? Yeah, I know. It's hard. And it's weird because I know when mom passed away, like, I feel like it was like a jolt to my life of like, Mm -hmm. I could see so clearly all of a sudden, like how busy I was and how distracted I was and all of that. And I feel like I really did slow down over the last two years, but I started to feel a little bit like, cause I did start to enjoy like my me time or my, even just like time just with my family, like not even necessarily me time, but just like at home, I really did start to enjoy the boredom a lot. And like, really understand what God means when like true rest in him. But I feel like I've already like run like without even realizing it. It's crazy how our human mind just like starts running again, you know? And I'm like, Oh, here I am like complaining about everywhere I have to drive to. And I'm like, I scheduled all of this. Like (laughs) I did all of this to myself. That is so funny. Uh, And at this point, like it's already all booked and paid for. So I, I don't feel I don't want to cancel anything. And she does. There are a few weeks that I did not book anything. There's like a good amount of weeks, but I just, I don't know. I got annoyed with myself last night thinking about it. Oh, well, yeah. I'm sure she's going to have the sum of her life and, you know, yeah. you're getting that extra special time probably with Esri that you'd be distracted yeah. by. So I think. Well, and that was like my motivation. I remember when I was booking the camps as I was thinking, even though I'll be on maternity leave, like it would be nice that she's the third and going to have to like, I don't know. I feel like the third might not get as much attention from mom. So I was like, well, that'll be like nice to just have that time just with her. So maybe I just need to focus on that. And I wouldn't be probably able to record this right now because I'd be having two crazy kids running around. <laughs> or yeah. we would just hear them in the background. But they're yeah. Yeah. Something that I uh, heard recently and it really so I'm an Enneagram nine. <laughs> yeah. And this is kind of kind of what we're talking about, but kind of not. I might be going off on a tangent. But have y'all ever thought about the difference between contentment versus complacement? No. Yeah. I hadn't. So I hadn't thought about it in this way, but I have, because some of the stereotypes of an Enneagram nine is actually, I don't know the exact words, but well, definitely like a peacemaker harmonizer, but also can be unmotivated at times. And I don't know if they, if lazy is used as one of the descriptions, but and that side of the Enneagram nine always kind of made me cringe a little bit. And so yeah. usually I take that as a sign like, oh, 
like maybe I do have those qualities and I don't know, you know? So yeah. anyways, but there have been time. I think sometimes in life, like you get in these cycles and you have like really great times and low times, you know, it's just this wave going on. Yeah. But I think because I do crave like harmony and peace and just chill, you know, I can be really, I can get into a place of contentment. And I always kind of judged myself on that. I think like, is that a bad thing? Like, should I be doing for more, achieving more? You know, it's like, I feel like the world, the world just screams like, um, no, achieve, 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 do more, do more for that. I've always like (laughs) thought it was awesome. Yeah. But, or like people will be like, well, so what's your next goals? Like, what are you going to achieve next or whatever, you know? And it's like, uh, I'm kind of just enjoying this moment of life, you know? So anyways, I, not that long ago heard there's a difference between contentment and complacement and in, hopefully I don't get this backwards, but I think like contentment is when you're still willing to like work and, uh, and achieve and do things, but you also accept the things that you aren't in control of. I don't know. It's just kind of like a perspective of enjoying where you're at, but still willing to work if you need to type of thing. Not, not work isn't a job, but you know what I mean? Um, whereas complacement, I think you're kind of satisfied with just mediocrity or whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just a thought that I had never really thought of. And I was like, Ooh, that really hit home for me. So maybe it will with some listeners too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and it kind of goes along with you were mentioning about, I know you posted to our social about the, the message that keeps coming to you, like the horizontal versus the vertical. And I feel like what you were just talking about it's not exactly the same, but kind of similar. It's like, where do you get your contentment from? You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I was telling the girls that I feel like this morning I was reading different devotionals and for like the fourth or fifth time in the past couple of weeks, not just the message, but the actual words of like vertical is the way, not horizontal, meaning, you know, God is, God is the way. And just as humans, we sometimes have our hearts have expectations and we have expectations of ourselves and of other people. And we kind of seek to meet those expectations horizontally, meaning spouses or friends or children or work or school or whatever it is, where we're never going to reach that level of happiness or satisfaction because it's just not there and it's not possible. That's not why we were made and who made us. That was not the intent. And so the way is always vertical. And so, yeah, I mean, I think I mentioned this on the last pod, but just for example, I know after mom died, my time with God, like literally was my lifeline, you know? Yeah. But I did sacrifice so many other things that weren't healthy, um, for my well being. But for me, that was just, I think when you go through so many, um, or, you know, when you go through any type of just really hard things in life and once, and for me personally, I found out at a young age that that was, 
just really real to me and that my relationship with God and, and it was the only thing that was satisfying to me and could get me through those just incredibly dark times through our lives. So I think that that's just something that is not, um, I just have to have it, you know, (laughs) it's like my, my, uh, I mean, I'm all about therapy and all of that too, but like, that's my number one lifeline. Yeah. I I feel like that just got off on a tangent. Sorry. I don't know what No, I didn't. I thought it, I, it made sense to me and it's maybe been said in other ways, but I think, um, something about the horizontal (laughs) versus vertical analogy. When I first, when you first talked about it, I was like, wait, I'm confused. But then once I like grasp it, I'm like, I don't know. It works for my brain for some reason. I'm like, okay, is this horizontal or is it vertical? Like kind of asking yourself that question, um, when you're thinking about something, because there's just little things that I, I get caught up in that I don't even, like, I just am trying to catch myself, whether I don't even know, like just getting caught up in the day to day of life. And lately I just distract myself with shopping online or like random stuff that I'm like, wait, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I don't even yeah. realize I'm doing it. Um, well, no, so, I mean, yeah. we're all human. And I think too, yeah. like we, of course, I think it's healthy and great to have, to have expectations for ourselves. And it's not like yeah. to not have those things or like aspire to have the best marriage possible or to be the best mom or like, to achieve. Yeah. Or like to your like, yeah. yeah, whatever you want. I think it's just a good reminder that we have to involve, we have to go vertical and involve God yeah. because ultimately his wishes and wills for us are the best. And so yeah. I think the key is, is, um, what is the word? I don't know if it's surrender or just truly, truly believing with your soul that, we have all these wishes and dreams, but ultimately we have to believe what he has for us is even better and to like yeah. totally sacrifice that, you know, yes. and, and give it to him. That has been like a big lesson for me because I'm always trying to like make things happen when maybe the timing's not right or um, so I'm really, that's like a constant reminder for me to just like go back to God and be like, okay, what is it that you want, you know? Yeah. Taking a quick break and we'll be right back. If you know us, you know that quality means something to us and Zencaster provides crystal clear sound and gorgeous HD video. Not to mention it's easy to use even for our guests that aren't that tech savvy. And let's be honest, we're really not that tech savvy either. Well, I will say Megan is. Megan is really good at figuring stuff out. But prior to this podcast and us starting, none of us had any experience in podcasting. We're kind of a testament to that you can do this on your own. If we can do it, you can do it. (laughs) There's nothing to download. You just click on the link and we start recording. We've even had guests on our show who are very experienced podcasters, and they were super impressed with Zencaster and even asked, who do y'all use for your platform? Because this is awesome. So I think that speaks for itself. Zencaster is all about making your podcasting experience easy. You don't have to leave your browser to get the episode done. So that has just been, it's honestly been such an awesome experience for us. A lot of people, both guests and listeners and non-guests, they have asked us, how do you girls do that since you all three live in different cities? 
And our response is Zencaster, <laughs> for real. That's how we get it done. So you don't have to be in the same place. All three of us are in different locations. And then our guest is always in a different location as well. So that's how easy it is. And we want you to have the same easy experience as we do for all of our podcasting and content needs. If you go to zen.ai backslash girl, I slept in my makeup zero and enter promo code girl, I slept in my makeup zero, you will get 30% off your first three months. That is Z-E-N dot A-I backslash girl, I slept in my makeup zero. It's time to go share your story. Go start a podcast. Um, yeah, and, and it just when we were talking about it, it reminded me of Pastor Dustin's sermon this weekend about well, he's been doing a series on family that's been awesome. You should definitely check it out okay. uh, for Church Eleven Thirty Two. But this weekend was a lot about the Holy Spirit and how God sent the Holy Spirit to be our helper, and He's our advocate, and like He's always with us. And I think the Holy Spirit isn't something that a lot of people understand, maybe, or maybe I just didn't. But it really helped me like he and one thing he said to do, and I've just already been doing it just like the Holy Spirit was sent here to be our helper. Like that's so huge. And even in day to day, like when I'm struggling, even with like Rowan throwing a tantrum or whatever, like just going to the Holy Spirit, like Holy Spirit, help me, like help me with this right now, you know, and you know, yesterday when Rowan was throwing one of her, she does this thing where she only wants to eat junk food all the time, but So she'll just ask over and over and over and over. (laughs) Like, it's crazy. She'll ask for the same thing that we've already said no to like a thousand times in a row. And it, it legit makes you go crazy. Like you feel like you're going insane when she does it and trying to keep your cool during that, it can get hard. And so I just started like, as she was asking me, I want gummies. I want gummies. She said it like a thousand times. I said every time, (laughs) Holy spirit. Please help Rowan like healthy food. And then she would say it. And then I would say, Holy Spirit, please help Rowan like healthy food. And I kid you not, like, I don't know how long it took. It felt like 10 years, but it was probably five minutes. Um, She finally was like, okay, fine. I'll eat some apples, but can I have gummies after? And I was like, okay, okay. Like that's fine. Um, and it's not even that like I'm a huge stickler with food y'all. It's just that like she legit doesn't eat and it's scary. I'm like worried for her little body. <laughs> like I come know. on. when I was um, there. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've just been trying really hard to like, I don't know. So that helped me and it just reminded me of everything we've been talking about, but well, no, that's yeah. good. Cause they're actually last week I sent, I don't know if I sent it to y'all, but I sent it to a couple of friends and it was just a short devotional, but just such a good reminder to all of us of like, we tend to go to God in like big things in life or like big decisions that we have or whatever. And we forget that like, he's so there for us for all the small little things and throughout our days, all the little things. So like what you just said, Megan, and just every little decision. And it's not like it has to be like, time consuming or anything, but I think when it's just at the forefront of your thought of like, all right, God, whatever, like you got this. Cause I don't, you know, like whatever little thing it is. So I think that that's just such a good example of that, of, okay. Yeah. Like I'm coming to you because I am at my wits end. (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny that we all wait till our wits end to come to him, you know, Mm -hmm. when, right. You know, right. When all of this started it, 
like just starting to, to pray about Rowan's liking food. I don't know that it would have changed it, but like it wouldn't have hurt anything. And it also made me really calm, you know? And I think it, honestly, I believe in prayer. Like I think it would, I think it's going to change. I know it's going to change her into loving healthy food. Totally. And it also is changing me in the process of just being stronger Mm-hmm. to not give in to her. So there's just like all these facets that prayer and going to God help us with mm-hmm. um, beyond just like, it's not like a magic wand, but it does things within you that you don't realize too, you know? Yeah. That makes sense. No, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So you kind of saying, you know, even when you're praying these things and for what we might perceive as like little things or whatever, no matter if they're big or little, I think that's just really relatable. It's kind of like we're throwing up Hail Marys of like, (laughs) you know, please or whatever. And the Proverbs 31 devotional today actually was not exactly to that point, but it just shared the story of Zachariah and Elizabeth from, I think it's Luke in the Bible. Yeah. Luke and of how they couldn't conceive and how Zachariah was kind of timid in his hope because basically of the fear of disappointment and like God not following through. And, and so, and I think it's, he, yeah, it said that Zachariah had known God as his comforter, but wasn't, he wasn't able to trust God as his celebrator. And he needed like proof, you know, before deciding that he would get excited about something where on the other hand, Elizabeth like immediately received God's grace and um, just trusted what was possible and like really believed that. And so she didn't get her thoughts tangled in our doubt. Um, Yeah. And so I think that it was just a good message of, of just, you know, putting our hope in him and just believing that if, if our hopes and dreams don't happen, his will, and that just means it's even better, you know? Yeah. I love that. And so it kind of, to, t- to tie it back all together, it kind of goes back to the whole just vertical and horizontal thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like you, like you, for some reason, that visual makes sense in my brain. It's like, okay, I can... As I'm making these little decisions throughout my day in my emotions throughout the day or whatever, it's like just little quick two second check-ins. Like, is this vertical or horizontal, Lauren? You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, I love that. And I'm sad we lost KK. We didn't mention it, but her, her Wi-Fi went back, went off officially back there. (laughs) She gone. She gone. She gone. Um, KK gone. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Well, one last thing, one last thing before we head out, I got to eat something. So (laughs) I got to go soon. I know nursing. I'm always eating. Speaking of nursing, the formula. Well, I was about, (laughs) Oh, I know. Gosh, that's a whole nother thing, right? I know. I'm so grateful. I'm nursing and I feel horrible for the moms (sighs) out there that like just can't nurse. So if you need formula, let us know. We'll try to track some down for you. Just let us know. Yeah. There's lots of, I feel like connections out there There is, or platforms that are connecting and connecting. Um, and speaking of, I think, were you breastfeeding on this pod? 
No. Did you think? Oh, okay. Was... Yeah, no, I thought I heard. No, she's, she's just sleeping. sleeping. Yeah, she's oh, okay. been sleeping this whole time. I have her in our little wrap that we use, and she usually falls right asleep in this. So just connected yes. to my body. We're in the fourth trimester, I'd like to call it. Yes. Um, so we're always always touching <laughs> for Aww. the most part. Rarely will she let me lay her down. I tried earlier, and I got like 10 minutes. I was like, okay. Oh, oh my goodness. It's hard. I love when we're sweet. talking on the phone and you're feeding her in that, I don't know why that sound is just like so soothing to me. I know. It like, I know it makes the mama tired breastfeeding it, but I feel like when I'm listening to you, I'm like, oh, like falling asleep. (laughs) I know it is. It does put me to sleep too. It's like crazy. Yeah. It's such Um, a magical thing, you know? It is. And I don't know why my last thought I had, and it was super random, you know, just like the grief thoughts that just like pop in your head. Like I'm just always thinking about mom. It's like, I don't feel like I go without a moment without thinking about her. It's crazy. But yeah, today a random, like you'll get like these random, like negative thoughts and random, like happy thoughts and all the Mm -hmm. in-betweens. And I had a random negative thought where I just remembered like, Oh gosh, mom, she just, there was so much she wanted to accomplish on earth. Like she thought she was going to live to a hundred, you know, like and I got really bummed about it. And then I just kind of like, like, cause I just felt like she wanted to have an impact, you know, like I think we all do. And I was just reminded like that she did, like she had a bigger impact than she could have imagined when she did pass, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, you never know how God will use you. And I, I don't know if that's depressing, like hearing that, but for no, me, I think it it's... made me feel happy that she I think that was a dream for her, you know, and it was God's dream too for her. And she, I mean, has affected so many lives. Yeah. I think you actually just gave like an awesome example of what I said, how sometimes we have these desires and dreams and, and sometimes God answers and sometimes he doesn't because he has something even grander. And I think that to your point, I totally agree that mom, I feel like she would like her human self would be flabbergasted at just the amount of people that came to that, how many lives that she changed while she was here, you know? And sometimes, sometimes we don't get to tell the people while they're still here. And so a lot of those stories came out after she was gone and and I think she knows, but you just reminded me of a random thought I had this morning. <laughs> um, yeah, just a random thought about heaven. I think, like you said, with grief, but also just the more loved, close loved ones that you have that die. I think you just think naturally think about afterlife more, you know, and heaven and, and all of that. But this morning after I read that devotional that I just was sharing about the Elizabeth and Zachariah thing, this is a thought and maybe I'm alone in this. I don't know, but it's a thought that I have never, I don't think ever had before in my life. So I've thought about heaven a lot. And I think about like the first time seeing Jesus and like God and just understanding everything, like the Holy Spirit and the angels and our loved ones. But something that I've never visualized or thought about seeing when we get to heaven is like, all the people, all the characters, not characters, because they were people, but like all the people from the Bible, 
Oh, like, yeah. are we going to get there and be like, oh, what's up, Zachariah? Yeah, you know? I hope so. Like, <laughs> am I going to know who he is? Like, yeah. are we all going to know each other? I don't know. <laughs> so, I so I, yeah, I think that would be so cool. And like to our, or to my human brain that doesn't, like, I just can't understand how we could know like everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that we might. I don't know. So that was just a super random thought that went through my head this morning. I think we might too. <laughs> Only, I don't know. Like there's that one story. There's a lot of stories I've read about heaven, but the lady, oh, I'm forgetting her name. She was a doctor and she died in like oh, yeah. uh, the river accident on the, not a canoe, but a like kayaking. Yes. And then and her son back. died like yeah. years later. Yeah. yeah. So in that one, she talked about how the spirit beings that like welcomed her, like she knew, but like as a human, she didn't know if that makes sense. Like it was like, she knew them, but it was, it wasn't like a person. It was like a spirit being that she somehow knew. I don't know. The way she described it was really interesting. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Just going to mm. enjoy our time here for now. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, all right. Well, I guess we should close out. I probably have to feed her and feed myself. <laughs> yes. Sounds good. Well, listeners, pray. thanks for, yeah, I'll pray us out. Thanks for hanging out with us another week. And we hope that wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this, that you just feel joyful and excited for the summer and yeah, that you just feel loved most of all. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for another day here on earth with our loved ones. And I just pray that you open up our hearts and our ears and our eyes to just focus on where you want our focus and just help us to be guided throughout all of our days to spend our time and energy in the ways that you desire for each one of us. And I just pray that all of our listeners um, feel your love and seek you out in hard times and in good times. And just remind all of us to that you're there. You're there for us to reach out to in all the little things throughout our days. And of course, the big things too. We just adore you and we love you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Awesome. Well, everybody have a great week. We will see you in a couple weeks. Or you'll hear Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to another week of Girl I Slept in My Makeup. If you like us, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn more about us or get in touch with us, go to our website, girlisleptinmymakeup.com, where you'll also find links to our Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it and yeah, make it a great week. God bless.